This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Win an ultimate rugby experience by any two Rexona products from the Chemist Warehouse into online to win. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Monday the 4th of July and whew, what a weekend it was. Kempe, how are you brother? You've been busy? Yeah man, it's been real busy this weekend but an awesome weekend of sport with the All Blacks and the way that they tuned up Ireland by mm. 20, Brian. Get there Brian, <laughs> by 20. And uh, the Warriors yesterday, mate, just to wrap it off, was sensational. By 22? By home, you know, in front of a home crowd too, packed out. Um... Uh, reminiscence of 1995 when they ran out of the tunnel and the flames and the and the drums and everything going. So, mate, good weekend. There's, it was on for Donkey Kong the weekend. Yeah. There was sport galore. Yeah, there Foxy. was Foxy on the heater, oh. mate. And last gun, second. He's got he's got a few payments uh, uh, as of late, Louis. Isn't the old Foxy? He's doing pretty well. Foxy just over the weekend, one point. Fraction one point a fraction million dollars New Zealand for oh. the weekend's work at the Irish <laughs> Open. Well done, Ryan Fox. He'll be upgrading his boat when he gets back. I'm pretty sure. But just back on the Warriors, Kempi, we're going to have a chat to Blake Ashford, who has done both jerseys, and uh, have a chat to him about that performance just after seven o'clock. A sold out Mount Smart was such a beautiful sight. Warriors winning 22-20, uh, 22-2. Over the Tigers, look, the Tigers were, were horrible, let's be completely honest. But, mate, great to see them back at home in a sold-out park. You see that streaker get absolutely snapped in half? Nah. 
There was Those three batch guys gave that was good, a, eh? That was the second guy. I, I, I was actually looking down from the western stand and watching him. So he was running from south, mm. from the north back to Waikato. And I could see the guy coming out of the grandstand, the, yeah. the security guy, because he was slowly walking out. He was on. and It was slow motion. And the guy's looking back. He's, he's done the other security guards. He's gone by five metres and he's looking back to him. He's doing the old, yeah, waving in the oh. air. And he's just stepped off the sideline and boom. And just snaps him. He's the best tackle of the game. But <laughs> those red badges, if you ever worked in the security industry, let us know. Do you, do you just do a bit of tackle technique? Do you go to a little training conference and, you know, just sit down and they just want go to do through some... it slowly? Because some of those tackles are <laughs> bone crushing. I'll tell you what, they want to do some speed work because a few of them got left behind <laughs> you. So there were six of them, mate, yeah. that got on the football field. Do you reckon field. they get in a bit of trouble uh, if they do get past? Like, obviously, it's a bit of space they're going to cover. Yeah, I, 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 look, they have well, one of the they have like fifty blokes around the perimeter of the ground. Do you see them at the start of the game doing training? Oh. They do like imitate little scenarios. Yeah, it's yeah. quite funny. Not one of them got the, got the bloke before he jumped the mm. fence. So they done. It was obviously an organised uh, streak because there yeah. was half a dozen of them that got on, but not one of them got stopped before they got over the fence, which was a, which was um, scary. And then they just couldn't catch them. But, they, but, yeah, mate, I, I don't know whether the Warriors actually had that organised because it was great entertainment. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Well, there's a bit of a fine. I've heard one thing in Christchurch, I think it's like seven grand fine and two-year ban from the stadium. So Oh, yeah, that's scary. So, so it's costly. It's costly. We don't condone streaking. I had one in Napier, actually. A chick ran past me fully nude and slapped me on the bum. Didn't even see her. She made it back out. Oh, you didn't see it, right? No, no, no. no. I was obviously <laughs> facing this way, and then someone's hit me on the bum. I was like, "What the hell?" Look behind me, and she's chick just run gone. All Blacks versus Argentina. Wow, <laughs> it was crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, just on the All Blacks, we're going to talk to Issa Nathewa. He's played over in Ireland for Leinster, 185 caps over there in Ireland. Issa knows. Well, all about the Irish mentality, and we'll join the show just after 8 o'clock. He's uh, played for uh, the Blues. He's played for uh, Leinster over in Ireland. He's played one cap for Fiji, which pretty much cost him his all-black jersey uh, going forward. He's an outstanding bloke, so we're looking forward to chatting to him. And then Am- Andrew Abdo, he's in the country, in the NRL CEO. Kempi chatted, him with, uh, champ- chatted with Andrew yesterday, and we'll have a um, we'll play that for you just after eight forty this morning. Great to have Andrew in the country, Kempi. Yeah, look, he came up and visited us in the box at uh, six o'clock last night post game. Great look! I tell you what, from a CEO perspective, when you're looking at a CEO and listening to him, uh, that's that's a very very mm. clever CEO. He looked the part. Um, he was very articulate and didn't shy away from the hard questions. So um, it was real good to talk to him uh, at the back of the back end of the Warriors. He's real happy to be back in New Zealand, that the Warriors are back in New Zealand. So yeah, we'll listen to that interview. Uh, it gives us an insight into what the future looks like for New Zealand. Yeah, what was uh, all the questions that were thrown on? Like one would have been, what's what does next year look like, kind of for the Warriors? Yeah, like whether or not the, the NRL is going to play all their home games here. Yeah. He, he, you know, he, he tongue in cheek said, oh, "I've only been asked that about nineteen times today." Um, but we had to ask him the question on SCNZ just to see whether yeah. or not the Warriors will play a full uh, com- uh, complement of games here in New Zealand, whether they're home and away. And the other one was in and around the state of play here mm-hmm. in New Zealand, as far as pathway goes, because as you know. Uh, rugby league in New Zealand's on life support, and yep. and there is no pathways. We lose kids to Aussie, oh, hand over fist every year to the tune of five hundred to a thousand p- kids. So, yeah, it's it was really interesting hearing him talk about that part. Yeah, because they 
what one of the um, I guess the key takes from the the conversation takeouts that I got from the conversation was that he said uh, this is a recruitment ground is really important to the NRL. Now, when someone says that, you're basically saying our commodity actually sits here in mm. your country, so it's a big part. Uh, I asked the question, what are you doing about looking after this country? It'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, mate, it's, it's, you're on the money there, like, with the importance that they hold within New Zealand. You know, we've got a lot of Pacific Island players here, and we uh, you know, unearth so much talent, and it's, it's great to hear that the NRL obviously, you know, uh, hold it with high importance within the within the realm. So and they and they have to too. Mm. You know, like it's or the, what you got yesterday is you've got twenty six thousand people. So the, the crowd was twenty six thousand and nine people showed up to watch the Warriors, but you get nothing during the week for football or support for the game in the country. And it's sort of a really unusual circumstance, you know. So we've got the public and the taxpayer and and everybody that loves the NRL wants to watch it. And then you've got this dying game in the background that's yep. meant to be filtering through all these players to to uh, the Warriors. And I equated it to them like New South Wales and Queensland. I said, you know, you, you look after New South Wales, you look after Queensland, you've got all these schools, competitions and, and so forth, but we've got nothing like that in New Zealand. When are you going to start treating us like a state? Mm. And that's the, you know, that's the, that's the question. That's the million-dollar question. So hopefully um, we're going to see some change. When they're saying this is a, a, a hotbed for recruitment, they got it. They got to look after it. So, looking forward to seeing what that's, those sort of changes are. Mate, you say when you go on social media and you you get a real understanding of the importance of the Warriors, uh, the brand, and, and the following, the fan base. Like I got mates all over the country, and they all jumped on planes and flew the, to Auckland and went along to Mount Smart. So you get people from all walks of life coming together to sell, uh, watch this, you know, team. Like it's like a test match, really. You think about the All Blacks, and everyone comes from around the country. Um, a lot of fans come from around the country. To well, my Warriors. hometown, mm. you know, I, I drove back from, I was up in Kirikiri on the weekend, so I drove back, got back, and my I had 13 mates with Mickey Walker um, at one that of the Mickey. hotels in town, mate. They were, so I went around there, had a couple of beers with them midday because they're all getting ready to go to the Warriors. So they, they've driven up Thursday for the game mm. to go, go to the All Blacks and the Warriors. So you've got to think about it from a rural perspective that these boys are loving it. Walk into the Warriors, and here's two old boys from my hometown. One of them was... Um, Howie Tarmany's brother, who was our premier coach back in the old days, and John Niwa, who's our local co martyr from Waitara. And the first two blokes that I see when I'm walking in the stadium, mate. So you're right about the amount of people mm. and what this means to them around the country. They get so much support from outside of Auckland. If you did the double over the weekend, double eight, double three, let us know. Um, come through. I'd love to hear from you on the Temper Bed Post text machine and uh, let me know how you're feeling. How's oh. the dust this morning? <laughs> Izzy, you had a big weekend, the uh, ABs reunion on Friday night. How cool mm. was that to reconnect with some old teammates? It, it was awesome. It was awesome. One thing I noticed is uh, all the young guys are down the back. So we're all by the exits. Yeah, put the loud and the riffraff down, down the back of the <laughs> back of the room. And, uh, mate, it was cool. It was cool. As soon as I walked in, uh, you know, saw Ron Cribb. He's uh, oh. donning the cheese cutter and the glasses. And then uh, Andy Jefford, I actually uh, went to school with his kids um, and Gizzy. He was actually there. So it was awesome to just see everyone come together. you got that All Black number, and that's your number. And they uh, it's, a, it's a celebration of the All Blacks brand and players. And just great to reconnect. Uh, when in, I, was, I was like, oh, that's a loud table. Oh, who's over there? Walked over. Andrew Hoare, <laughs> Tony Woodcock, wow. Harley Williams, um, Richie was on there, but obviously he wasn't rowdy. But, mate, great to see those boys <laughs> just having a wee catch-up. Conrad Smith was there, and I know we've been trying to track him down. I said, mate, 
get a number. Give us your phone number, mate. I'm sick of this email system. Like, you're not, you're not the king. Come on, <laughs> give me your number. Gabby, he's like, hey, have you not got my number? I've got your number. So yeah, my number. I don't have his. <laughs> um, so I got his number. <clears throat> we'll hopefully have a chat to him uh, one day. But mate, special night being able to celebrate. Um, oh, oh, I'm hurting today. Yeah, I must be honest. I'm, well, I'm here. It was, a, it was a big weekend. Well, at least emotionally you're okay mm. because the All Blacks, they did what the All Blacks do, and they they sorted the opposition when they get, were given the opportunity. So you got to watch the game in the stands. How mm. were your nerves? Uh, look, to be honest, I was quite nervous, yeah. Like, we were going the game, and, you know, like, as walking to the game, I've never walked, like, up to up Kingsland <laughs> and, like, you know, like, down the whole walk and people on guitars and... You know, people going, is he? You know, getting amongst it. It was actually a really special occasion for myself to be able to just walk in as a fan. Um, you know, went and got a nice cold brew and went and sat down in the, in the seats. I was on the end stands and I had a couple of pundits come up to me. They're like, mate, I can't believe 66 Test All Black sitting down the end. And the, <laughs> and these. I said, mate, I'm just like you, brother. I just, I love the game and I'm I'm with some cool friends, my brother in law and, and his, his wife, uh, my sister my sister-in-law and mate we're just going to sit down here and celebrate and it was really cool I was nervous at the start because Ireland were just oh, just playing so well and, and exposing the All Blacks from the get-go like, with their, their game plan we're going to touch on it throughout the show no doubt but um, yeah like they, they had all the all the things to put the All Blacks under pressure and um, but mate the boys in black just got the job done in the end and I went home and Celebrated through the night. It was great, <laughs> <laughs> and the next time, <laughs> really cool. Wait, on on that, I um just like a punter in the stands. I had a real similar experience. We we'll get to the can't wait question. Yeah, and I I got to spend a bit of time with Joe Schmidt just for a bit of work I was doing at the game, and uh, it was myself, Laura McGoldrick, Joe Schmidt, and the All Blacks hospitality people. And Joe Schmidt has walked in, fair dinkum, in <laughs> jeans, sneakers, an All Black scarf, and just a sweater, just like a, the coolest dude. He's sneezing. He's he's oh like like cool like Adidas like cool cool ah, sneakers okay. like yeah. like he was like cool dad yeah. And he fair dinkum just walked around like chill as anything like he hadn't even had anything to do with the preparation like he didn't care what was going on in the world just the most calm cool collected guy. We walked all the way around the concourse five minutes before kickoff. And only about three Irish fans recognised him because he was just cruising around. And the ones that did were like, oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. And he's like, hey, mate, how you going? You know, just like as, <laughs> as happy-go-lucky as you can. Just, can we grab a photo? Yeah, sure. Mate. Just the most calm dude. So we can talk about that later in the week. I was really impressed, and I'm mm. almost certain he had something to do with the calm nature of the All Blacks and the way that, you know, the leadership guys we talked to, Dane Coles and Sam Keynes and Whitelock, Bodie. Like they would have done the bulk of the work, but I can absolutely believe that Joe Schmidt just coming in for a calming old head and a little bit of an influence during the week would have done them the world I was quite good. surprised to see Fozzie in the, in the box. I don't think he's going to be there, eh? But no, I, think, the, I, think every do, I think every doctor in Auckland yeah. was probably surprised <laughs> to see them walking out of the hotel after getting COVID, what, three or four days earlier. Um, but they were there. You yeah. know, awesome, awesome that Joe Smith got to hang out with you, Louie, and and yeah, oh, that's one of the that's that. one of the parts that I really love about New Zealand is that no matter how big your profile is, you can still walk around and people don't really. It's like oh, you know, there's yeah. you know, like you just said, mm. you know, I'm walking to the game and people are saying, hey, is he? How are you going? And they're just getting on with things. Yeah. It's not like they, you know, you look at the paparazzi in Europe and how people can't get around and stuff like that. But in this country, they're so respectful. Just such chill mm. people, really, aren't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it is, it's, I completely agree, Kempe, and um, you guys have both obviously experienced that through, throughout your life so far. Anyway, 20 minutes past six. Can't wait question of the day. And keep this real simple, real simple. I'm going to do lots of rugby league after seven o'clock on 0800 150 the Kennard's High phone line. Do Ireland win a game this tour? They have four opportunities, three, three opportunities to come. One Mouldy All Black midweek game, two weekend games, Forsyth Bar, Wellington. Do Ireland, after seeing what you saw in the weekend, win a game this tour? Let's go early, let's go hard on this one. 20 minutes past six, 0800 150 811. I got a TAB voucher for someone coming through, Izzy and Kempe, their verdict after this, here at the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.